Fearless. Chase. Bold. Following. Courageous. Search. I'm Aaron. And I'm Marshall. And this is Undaunted Pursuit. Well, here we are. We're back. <laughs> We're recording. Guys, welcome back to Undaunted Pursuit Podcast. We're glad to have you here. Glad to have y'all back. So, yeah. I was just telling you before we started, we had this just really awesome, it, you know, I guess it. we didn't really plan for it to be a home church last night, but my goodness, did the Lord take us to church last night? <laughs> and he, His Holy Spirit was moving, man. It was It was awesome. It was just completely awesome. That's awesome. I, but and we didn't go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I remember years and years and years ago, uh, and this was a long time ago, a buddy of mine and his wife had an apartment in Burleson, Texas, and me and my ex-wife, we were there, and we just had kind of the same deal, just like a, a time of prayer. I think they may have had a couple other friends there as well, but we just had a time of like worship mm-hmm. and prayer. We were singing worship songs and stuff, and it was just... It was amazing. Sometimes just those small groups can have such a huge encounter with yeah. God because it's just so <clears throat> it's so intimate as opposed to being in this large congregation. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty powerful. Yeah, you know, and I've I've really kind of come to the realization that we don't put you know as as a people you know as as believers there's some that do. God's really been opening my eyes to. Uh, these different verses in his word that that show that we we need to be letting the holy spirit work in our lives mm-hmm. not just you know we there's there's god the father god the son and and the holy spirit which the holy spirit was said that he was he sent to help us and you see nowadays that you see dead churches you see dead uh you know it's just like spiritually dead uh mm-hmm. believers and and church bodies that because of the fact that they don't allow the Holy Spirit to move, they don't welcome him in. And he's, he, he was, that's why Jesus had to leave mm-hmm. was so that the Holy Spirit could come. The Holy Spirit is omnipresent. And so, you know, he's really been opening my eyes to see that. Uh, and, and since we've been opening our hearts to allowing him to work in our lives, it's just, it's been amazing. And let me tell you this, our prayer life, uh, and I'm, I'm not boasting here, but our prayer life has uh, has increased dramatically. And not because, you know, you, you see a lot of times that people pray when things are tough. But if you're just praying in the good things, praying for our friends, praying for our families, praying for, you know, everybody. And it's just uh, there's power in prayer. It really Absolutely. is. And I just it's it's been amazing, man. We're we've been on a high. Well, you know, the week didn't really start out like that the week was start the beginning of the week was stinking cold man it was uh uh let's see here it, it was getting down i think our highs for the day was like 50 i sent you a text message right yeah yeah it, it said expect snow flurries <laughs> what, what is wrong with that state <laughs> like my goodness it's june know. it's almost july <laughs> oh, that state's yeah. confused <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. I was, it was like, I was, I was delivering uh, fuel up. Oh, I don't know, probably a, a little ways from here, and it was sleeting on me. 
was like, are you kidding me? That's I like, man, I'm in a sweatshirt. It's sleeting. Yeah. And then come to find out, I get home and there's people posting that up on the mountain, it was snowing, uh, just down, uh, probably two hours from here. They, it was, it snowed like four or five inches up on the mountain. They had to, the ski resort had to shut down their summertime activities, their summertime biking and whatnot, because <clears throat> it snowed enough that they, they didn't know they have to wait for the snow to melt now for them to reopen their <laughs> summertime activities. They had to, they had to close the biking and open up the 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 snow snow slopes and ski slopes again, so they could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the middle of June. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of June. My goodness, that's nuts. It's the government. It's the government. You know, they got the fake weather that they produce. You know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No kidding. So we're kind of we're we're kind of strapped on time a little bit today. We got uh, more. You know, Ashley's got a Bible study tonight, and I, let me tell you this: if there is a chance to get involved at more days of the week, you know, we preach on here a lot to getting involved more than just on Sundays. Okay, and we're going to get into that a little bit as we get into God's Word here, but uh, to get involved in these little Bible studies, these little small groups and stuff, there is. There is nothing bad about that. It has mm-hmm. been, it's been great. Our men's group, Marshall, has turned into, uh, it, it's gotten so good. And we don't have, we're not following any canned study or anything like that. It's just whatever God lays on our hearts throughout the week, we bring it to the small group and we just roundtable discussion, right? You yeah. know, and uh, we do a dinner. It start, it started off like it, it started off when we'd meet that we would ha- we like do some small talk and you know hey boys how's it going whatever and then uh we'd sit down we eat and then we'd get into the bible study now uh it progressed into talking of starting our bible study at dinner time mm-hmm. <laughs> while we were eating and now it's progressed like we had to actually stop our bible study for you know we just got into the word right off the bat right we we're like hey boys how's it going let's sit down and then we started talking. It was like, here's what we had for the week. Here's what, you know. And uh, we're like, hey, the food is getting cold. Let's stop and <laughs> let's eat. And let's, we'll continue this once we make our plates up. But and, and let me tell you, it it went from an hour to now. It's like, oh, man, we, we got to get out of here at 7, 730. Now it was going till 830. You know, it's two and a half, three hours yeah. long now of, <laughs> of Bible awesome. study. And there is not it. it, it it's great. There is not when you're putting when you're putting time to the Lord. How do I say this right? You can't devote too much time to Absolutely. the Lord. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It only makes you better. That is so true. And I, I mean, I've said this many times before myself that when I put forth the effort to spend time with God, I just feel better. I'm happier. My attitude is better. Everything is yeah. just better. Your outlook on life is just better. And when you when you start consuming your thoughts and your mind with God and everything about God and his scripture, I'm telling you that the way you handle life and its problems uh, is completely different. I've been there and I've not been there. <laughs> so being there is much better than not being there. Right. So, I mean, where, where are you at now, Marshall? Like I've, uh, I try and I, we've, 
been doing devotionals in the morning. And thanks for joining, by the way, <laughs> you know, because it's good. You know, we've been separated. You and you and I have been separated since we were in high school. Yeah. So we haven't really had a chance to get together in person and just have these real awesome God moments together right. in person. Um, we have them here on the podcast. And uh, how nice would it be to be able to get together like that and just and and do life together? I mean, what is your what is your daily routine? Are you getting into the word in the mornings? You know, I'm putting no, you on the spot. Yeah, you today. are. That's fine. That's fine. I I don't get into the word in the mornings, and usually, so I usually wake up at five thirty in the morning. I get up, take a shower, get ready for work, make my lunch, maybe eat breakfast, may not make my coffee, and I'm out the door. Feed the dog. I'm out the door, uh, heading to work. Get to work by seven o'clock in the morning, and my day just starts. So. Sometimes, occasionally on my lunch break, I might listen to or read something. I feel like usually if 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 and when I spend time with God, it's in the evenings. I have to just kind of pull away from watching a movie or TV show with my wife or something like that, which is usually what we do in the evenings. And I have to go to the back guest room and I have to sit mm-hmm. back there and just spend time with God by myself. Um, and it's hard because I like sitting there watching TV and movies with my wife because that's just something we enjoy doing together. So I have to interrupt that and go spend time with God. And, but that's usually when I did it like, like tonight, like usually, uh, you know, this devotional that you've invited me to the, f- the first two days I did it, I think in the morning, um, at work cause that work was slow. And so I was able to sit there and kind of read through it or listen to it. But today it was a little bit busier. And so I, uh, when I got home and got, I got out of the shower, I, I was just relaxing in the back of the bed. I just read through it then. So, you know, it, my spiritual time and personal one-on-one time with God is, it, it's not where it should be. I'll say that it's definitely not where it should be and it's not where I want it to be. Because I, like I said earlier, because I've right. been where I should be and I've been where I don't want to be, which is kind of where I'm at right now. Like, right. So it's like, I, I think all the time, man, mm-hmm. you need to sit down and get in the word. And then, you know, I get distracted or fill my time with something else or whatever. And it's just every day. And I know once I get started, it just become habit. And it's not that I want it to become a habit, but it sure does help when mm-hmm. you get into that um, the habit of doing things like that. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. And, you know, it, it's funny because in the past, you know, the past several years, man, I used to be at our old church in Fort Worth. I was so involved. I mean, different groups, worship team, helping out with this youth group, helping out with the the kids ministry i mean mowing the property i mean my goodness if i if there was something to do i was there sunday i was there sunday <laughs> evening i was there wednesday i mean i was eat breathe sleep church i was involved i was doing something always and out you know out here yeah. ever since we moved to Wichita Falls i just you know I, there was celebrate recovery i was involved with and then we we shut that down recently and so now i just really haven't I haven't got plugged back into anything. And, and in all honesty, we, we've, we've been tossed around the idea of praying and thinking about going and maybe being a part of a different church somewhere. Yeah. But so that's, that, that's kind of where I'm at, uh, in, in my life and with my relationship with God and my, and my spiritual walk, it's definitely not where I want it to be. Um, I've got to get back to where I used to be and keep growing and keep getting better. Yeah. Well, and I'm sorry, Marshall, for putting you on the spot, but the only reason I bring that up is, one, I want to show anybody listening that 
we aren't perfect. Are there days that I wake up and I don't feel like it? We, we all try as believers to, to get up and meditate, and we want to start our day with Jesus. And uh, I'm not perfect with it. I get busy. We get, uh, you know, hey, we, right now, if we have a showing on the house, we, we set that aside and we clean the house. Or um, the kids ended up waking up early that, that morning and we just get distracted. How, why? That's what we want to ask your questions. And I, I wanted to, you know, like I said, just said that we just want to show our listeners that we're not perfect. But the point that I want to make is that why aren't you where you want to be? Why am I not where I want to be? Which things are looking, things are looking better and I'm fired up. I've been listening to stuff, you know, I've been listening to sermons. I've been listening to worship music throughout the day and um, life gets more joyful when you focus on the Lord. Absolutely. And so why, why, what is, what do you need to do? Do you need to wake up a little sooner or do you need to, uh, because it's always good to start your days. It's good to end your days with Jesus. It's good to start your days with Jesus, you know, because uh, he allowed you to wake up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He gave you this, he gave you this day. To uh, we should find joy and peace, peace yeah. in that. Yeah, like I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to do that, uh, to put you on the spot like that. But I, I just, we're not, we're all imperfect people. No, yeah, absolutely. And you know, the, and 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 it's not. Sorry, no, I I am perfectly fine with it. And I, and I and I'm go ahead. And I'm glad. <laughs> and I'm glad that you put me on the spot because it, it's like Aaron said, uh, we're not perfect. And I feel like so often in this world of Christianity and church goers and pastors and all these big Christian names and speakers and pastors and all that stuff you see out in the world. Um, how, how often do you see the real side of these people? How often do you see who they really are and how honest are they being with you? You know, it's like the fact of the matter is, is we're human just like everybody else. We're sinners saved by God's grace, just like everybody else who's saved. And Christ died for me and for Aaron and for everybody else, just like you know he did for everybody else. And we struggle with our flesh. I struggle with my flesh, just like everybody else does. Uh, you know, we are no better than anybody else who listens to this podcast and beyond. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad that Aaron asked that question because, you know, I, I don't like people thinking that I'm somebody I'm not. I'm, I've always been a very open and honest person. And so I like, sometimes I'm too honest and too open. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to be fake. I don't want people to think I'm that I'm that uh, Bible beaten Christian who's uh, you know who is uh, what's it called? Um, just essentially being somebody I'm not, you know. And so this is who I am. This is where I am in my faith walk with Christ. Right. You know, I've I've been on those mountains and I've been in the valleys and I've been kind of just there. And I mean, heck, you know, I kind of miss. And I know I'm kind of going longer, but I know like I. I kind of miss being in the field. Like, you know, Aaron works in the field and drives around a truck all day. And I used to kind of do the same thing. I was by myself all day. I was out in the field and, um, I, you know, I kind of miss that because it gave me the opportunity to listen to those sermons and listen to whatever music I want to out loud and just spend as much time with God as I wanted to. Cause I was by myself all day long. There was no distractions, no one else to talk to. It was just me and God. And that was it. 
And uh, mm-hmm. now I'm in an office surrounded by people and there's distractions all day long talking to people. And it's just, it's, you know, it's different. It's, it's completely different. Uh, and so I, I, I kind of miss that, that, that alone time being out in the field, but being in the office, uh, it provides new opportunities um, and new challenges for myself. Uh, so anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you look at those things as opportunities to change your routine. And you you said that you you enjoy sitting down with your wife. Well, instead of, we all know we need to lay off the TV a bit. I love, uh, you know, we, we like sitting down and watching TV at night. But ha- how many times do I get convicted that maybe we just need to shut that thing off and do a family Bible study, or uh, you want to spend time with your wife, how much how much more edifying would it be, or how much more fulfilling would it be to sit down with your wife and just take even just that moment, say, hey, hey, sweetie, we don't have to take the whole night off of TV, but let's give God a little bit of thanks. Let's unwind with the Lord and let's let's sit down and pray together let's sit down and do just a quick bible study together and then we can go about our night see how your life changes after that let's life is busy enough and your say your schedule has changed and you don't have time or what you think is time in the morning to to get into god's word well then wake up a little sooner or mm-hmm. Uh, I go to bed a little sooner so that you can devote that time to God in the, in, in the mornings or, um, you know, it, th- that quiet time is good. You, you Marshall retreating to a bedroom or a quiet place, it, you know, you see that a lot in, uh, Bible studies and, and, uh, and worship time. You see even Jesus, he went away mm-hmm. and he went off by himself to pray and to worship his father, you know, to worship our father, um, in solitude. And that is good, but maybe, maybe just some life adjustments, but part of, you know, especially in the basis of marriage, uh, part of that, part of putting God first in your marriage is to, you want to spend time together. Let's spend time together with God. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. And you know, it's, it's easy to make excuses as to why you can't spend time with God mm-hmm. and his word and in prayer and you know, why you couldn't and what stopped you and what prevented you and what got in your way and what distracted you and all these things. It's so easy to allow that stuff to happen. It's a lot harder to sit down and say, you know what, instead of doing X, Y, Z, I'm going to go spend time with God. Um, but once you start doing that, and like I said before, you make a yeah. habit of doing it. And I hate saying habit because you don't want your, relationship with God to be a habit and to just be like, you're just going through the motions. But I say habit because getting, yeah, exactly. but, but, but I, I use the word habit because it's for me, it, it, getting in the habit of, of, of doing that, it gets me into those motions of doing that. And it's, it's intentional. It's, you know, it's, it's quality. Um, but it helps me continue to do that on a daily basis and gets me in the routine of doing that. Uh, but you don't want it to be a habit. You don't want it to be like, I'm mm-hmm. just walking through the motions with God because I have to, you know, kind of, <laughs> kind of a thing. Yeah. you don't want it to become that. So no, it's, uh, the faith walk is, is a challenge. Well, and we're kind of doing, we're kind of doing this publicly. 
on here, uh, but this is what you're supposed to do as fellow believers, as brothers and sisters in Christ. You are supposed to hold each other accountable. I would expect you, Marshall, to hold me accountable if I wasn't uh, pursuing God. And are you know in a world so full of um, these this evil being rammed down our throats, the transgenderism, the uh, the whatever they want to call themselves, the LGB, whatever, not, you know, whatnot, all of this stuff, the um, it's okay to be you. I, um, I had made a phone call the other day and it said, and the voicemail said something around the lines of, um, let me think about it. It's okay. Oh man, I wish I could, I wish I should have wrote it down. You do what you you do what you can or do what you will. Either way, you're right. And it's like, no, you're not. It was somewhere along those lines. It's like the idea of you do you and um, your truth is your is your truth. No, 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 no. What we're reading out of the, God's word is truth. Not your truth is mm-hmm. your truth. Not following this agenda that's being shoved down our throats and. Um, Man, I, I got off on a tangent, and I I'm sorry, I lost where I was going with this. But either way, uh, um, you know, here's here's the thing: you start to get into God's word, and we hold each other accountable, so that we can. I want to see you as fired up as anybody. Mm-hmm. And and that's I'm speaking to you, Marshall. I'm speaking to anybody else that I come in contact with, anybody else that is listening here. I want to see everybody fired up for the Lord. And you start you start getting into his word every day. You start praying, you create that. You 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 don't create that, but um you just like me and you are best friends, Marshall. You I'm best friends with Jesus mm-hmm. first. And when you have that type of intimate relationship with Jesus, your eyes start, you start seeing with more clarity. And just like this, driving down the road the other day, I had to, I, I had to pull over and write this down because it was so apparent that, that God wanted me to turn this around, you know, wanted me to write this down. I had to pull over and write this down. So I was driving down the road the other day, okay, and I came upon a dog. He was laying in the middle of the road. I'm in this big fuel truck, and he was staring so intently at this cat that he didn't, you would think that he could hear me, but he was so focused in on this cat, uh, and he was laying in the middle of the road, and I, I, I could have ran him over, but I, I, I stopped, and I slowed down, and um, he only moved when I started to go around him. So obviously, he was seeing noticing me out of his peripherals, but he still continued after he moved. He was still so stuck on that cat. He was, he was so focused in on that cat that my, me driving down the road didn't matter to him. And so I had this, uh, uh, I don't know, it's vision, thought, epiphany, whatever, but we, uh, you could relate that. It hit me so hard that I, you know, that it, it, that dog, Staring so intently at the cat reminded me of how we should see, how we should stare so intently at Jesus, mm-hmm. that we should keep our eyes so focused on Jesus that that we ignore what the world is doing, that we ignore what the world is saying we should do, what they are saying we should, how we should be, 
and just keep our eyes focused on Jesus. He was, he was in the world. Okay. He was, we are just like us. We are physically in the world, but we're not concerned with anything else, but Jesus, mm-hmm. just like him moving out of the way, move out of the way. Let the, let the world and whatever they're going to do, whatever that evil is going to do, let that, let that go around you. Let Jesus keep your eyes focused on Jesus and just let him protect you. Let him direct your path because that we all know that, uh, through our studies that that path is narrow. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And it's true. I, I went to a youth camp when I was in uh, probably seventh or eighth grade. And um, the, uh, the the name of the camp was called Not of This World. And I actually have, I guess it was when I was 13. So I was probably in like seventh grade. And I it was my first Bible. I still have it. And uh, it actually, I still have the pamphlet that came. It's like, it's like a little workbook, really, that, that came with that youth camp. I still have it in that Bible. And the Bible's in a case. And that Bible I got when I accepted Christ and has a bunch of people wrote in there for my youth group, my old youth pastor, everybody. It's really cool. Um, but it was mm-hmm. it was called Not of This World. And like you're saying, we're, we're called to be in the world, but not of the world um, as as Christians. Because it, it's one thing to be in the world and spreading, gospel, spreading the gospel, but it's another thing to be of the world and be worldly. That's not what God's called us to do. He doesn't want us to be worldly people. He wants us to be of him in the world um, and, and about his business and not the world's business. So um, it's, it's good stuff. I wanted to share something, you know, lately. So I haven't been in the gym in, in a long while. And I, I got, I got to thinking mm-hmm. about, you know, getting back in the gym and going and working mm-hmm. out. And I thought, you know, I, I should really get back into like running and, and jogging and stuff. But then I, I got to reading um, Proverbs 28, one, and it says the wicked run when no oh, one is chasing yeah. them. <laughs> so, so there's that. So I decided I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna run anymore. You know, <laughs> that's not, that's not my joke. Yeah. <laughs> that's not my joke. I actually, I, I found that that I was scrolling through social media and I saw that and it said, I wanted to go jogging, but Proverbs 28, one says the wicked run, when no one is chasing them. Um, so that being said, I'm not going to run. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but here I've got something to, um, let me look here. Oh, maybe it's, uh, I'm looking something up to go along with that here, Marshall. You know, I didn't even look up that scripture before I set it to verify that that's what it actually says. I just assumed I just saw it was funny, actually, and I was like, "I'm going to share that." I was trying to look up. I was trying to look up that. Um, oh man, it's a verse in it's a verse in Timothy about uh, about working, you know, about working out and like uh, go to the gym. You know, it, your workout for your body is good, but spir- a spiritual workout, you know, it it doesn't say that verbatim. But um, ah, man, I'm trying to find it. What is it? Well, while you're th- well, Either while way. you're thinking of yeah. that, so I, I just pulled up Proverbs. Oh, here it is. Go ahead. Okay, so First uh, Timothy chapter four verse eight: For physical training is of some value, but godliness, spiritual training, is of value in everything and in every way, since it holds promise for the present life and for the life to come. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. First Timothy four eight. <laughs> 
It's very true. So I, I pulled up the rest of that Proverbs 28 one and it does say, it says the wicked flee though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. So there's more to that passage. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, See, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything, everything you look at relates back to that. Now, hey, Marshall, I did remember where I was going um, before when I went off on that ta- uh, on mm-hmm. that tangent, and beca- it's because I've been listening to several sermons that have brought this up recently. And with all the w- world shoving their evil down us, you know, I've made even I have made comment that you know I want to do I want to do God's work. Mm-hmm. I want to spread His good news, and. <coughs> Excuse me. The the world, and I've made comment that I don't want to be preachy. Well, the world is being preachy. Yeah. The world is shoving their agenda down our their evilness and their agenda down our throats. So why can't we? Because what the message that we're spreading is better. That's where I wanted to go earlier with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, I think it's not. I'm fired up tonight, man. No, and that's good. I am too. It's it's not it's not necessarily. I I wouldn't say it's. You know, they they try to shove their agenda down our throat. As Christians, we don't want to shove our agenda down anybody's throat, but we do want to be persistent in in sharing the gospel. Because I think back at like Jesus, and you think like, how did he go around sharing the gospel? He always did it in a very loving way. For the most part. I mean, there was a few occasions where he got mm-hmm. upset, rightfully so. But for the most part, when he was spreading his, his gospel, he was doing it in a very loving way. And I would say the world, when they do it, like you said, they do shove it down our throats. Then it's definitely not in a loving way. It's just my way or the highway, take it or leave it um, kind of a deal. Um, but I, but yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. But it's it's the boldness in which they do it is right. the thing is how come we as believers are not as bold as it's true the evil it's true in the world why can't we be as bold as they yeah. are i 100% agree i i, I get and you know it's and I, yeah i all right <laughs> no you know what i'm going to stop because no right. I, no i'm going to stop because i know we've got some stuff to get into here and i know time is short um, tonight, thankfully. Well, I mean, uh, hey, it, we're, wherever God leads us in this <laughs> is fine with me. No, so well, I guess with that being said, I'm okay taking a break. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to close my Bible. No, I'm just kidding. So, no, you know, it, it brings me back to yeah. when I did used to work in the field, and you know, this. So that it was, back when I started working for Encore, it was probably 2011, 2012, in there. And maybe maybe the end of 2010, something like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so I was a field employee. I was in the field all day long, and I was talking to people, customers, like every day, all day. Um, and man, the opportunities, and I was really on fire for God at that point in my life. Um, it was after my divorce, during my divorce, and I was just so, um, I was chasing God because I was looking for answers, right? I was just desperate for God and His help. And, you know, I, I had so many opportunities. I, I remember so many times when, I would be, uh, you know, just walking down the road. I'd start talking to somebody, some random person, and I'd start praying for them. I'd ask, hey, can I pray for you? Or, you know, there was just so many opportunities mm-hmm. to share God's word. And in, and in those moments, I had so many, so many times when God just like would speak to me. You know, I'd be out changing a meter at someone's house or just walking down the road. And I would, 
see something or just, you know, the Lord would show me something kind of like with you when you pulled over and saw that dog and that cat, you know, those, it just, it happened a lot. And I was like, I just yeah. loved it. You know, I just, it was so, so awesome to have those opportunities and to be out and about. It's kind of like when I shared that story about a month or so ago when I was meeting with a customer and I had the opportunity to pray with them. Um, I miss that. I, I, mm-hmm. I miss, I mean, yeah, I can go out and about and I can go walk up and down my neighborhood and do that. Sure. But there's something about when you're at work and you're just out by yourself um, and your intention isn't necessarily to go out and intentionally just go, you know, try to find someone to preach for. It just happens naturally because your focus is your job at that time. But then God intervenes and he uses you while you're out there. Um, and plus you're just mm-hmm. in nature, right? You're yeah. just around what he created. No, it's just different. Being outdoors and working is different than being indoors and working. I don't know. It's di- but you know god god still provides you the opportunities though how many how many opportunities do you uh, i've i've recently thought about this how many opportunities did i miss in my life and you know god god continues to provide those opportunities to you to strengthen your faith and we've talked about how important faith is well that's very true and you know and even being in the office setting you know there's my goodness there's Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Just in our little office area, there's like eight or nine people at any given time in the office. Um, and I would go to say that the majority of them are believers uh, on some level. Or, mm-hmm. but something that we and, and and I'm guilty of this. You know, there's there's a lot of um rumors uh there's a lot of um not acting like christians um definitely not talking like christians uh and it's funny uh like for for instance today this girl was talking about me and she said she said i said something but she dropped um the f-bomb and she goes well i know you didn't say that because you don't talk like that you you would never say that and i was like (laughs) and i was like well I try not to, for sure. Like I haven't dropped that in a long, long time. Like I hate that word. Yeah. So she's right. Like especially in the workplace, you know, I absolutely try to, you know, do my best at not. And it, it, if I've ever dropped a, a bad word like that, so I've gotten really angry about something and just completely lost everything. But um, so there's definitely a difference being made in there, um, and there's been little opportunities here and there yeah. where God has, you know, allowed me to talk and to preach. And I even mentioned some scripture yesterday at work and, uh, this new girl, she, she said, I'm not even a very religious person. And I knew that that was, you know, some sort of scripture. And <laughs> we just kind of laughed a little bit because it was, uh, I can't remember where it was, but it was talking about forgiving. Uh, so my, it was, I think it was last week in our podcast where he, he said in Luke somewhere where he said, uh, you know, if, if someone comes to you seven times to forgive them every single time, we're talking about forgiveness and stuff. And, uh, and I mentioned that and that girl knew that, you know? And so, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so there, the opportunities are definitely there, but it also challenges me as an individual. Um, I, I there's a lot of times at the end of the day where I'm like, I could have done this differently. I should have done that differently. Um, I shouldn't pay so much attention to the gossip you know, God says not to gossip and spread rumors or be a part of that kind of stuff. And so there's a lot of um, 
things that God is is teaching me and showing me in those oper- in those in those moments in the office. Yeah, and I was just trying to look up a verse. It, you know, it, there's several verses throughout God's word that says uh you know, Paul writes about it in in Romans and not to be conformed to the to this world. And your actions you know, and you've you've heard the adage your actions speak louder than words. You know, it it's got to be uh, a sobering fact or a a, uh, a feel-good moment that's like, oh, hey, Marshall, you I knew you wouldn't say that. So you're like, okay, something's getting through. That opens a door to other opportunities to show God's love, to spread the good news. Absolutely. <clears throat> it's, it's great but, opportunities for sure. And, you know, yeah. And why do you think that your fire goes out and it's like i and i i think that's gonna be the title of tonight's uh <laughs> podcast is don't let the fire go out yeah you know, why why do we have these highs and lows and i i said it in the men's group one night and uh you know you talk about it like uh you like you're looking back on a pastime well why can't we stay high on mm-hmm. jesus why can't why does the fire ever go out why do you uh, God sparks that fire inside you. We talked about this last night. God sparks that fire inside you, and it's your job mm-hmm. to fl- to fan that flame. It's your job to keep that fire burning. So why do we let it go well, out? Well, you know, I think, honestly, I think, uh, and it, I'm going to speak for myself because I can't speak for everybody else, but me personally, um. I can sit here and say, oh, well, life has changed and distractions have changed and life is just different. Um, sure. Yeah. Life is different now, you know, 10 years later, <laughs> you know, sure. 11 years later, but mm-hmm. sure. But it's also laziness. It's, it's pure laziness and, yeah. and it's, it's choosing. It's a choice. God gave us that free will. It's a choice. It's choosing to put other things before God. Yep. Right. So I've made the choice plenty of times in the past 10, 11, 12 years, um, as that fire has not gone out, but it's fizzled and it's simmering, you know, like the water just kind of simmers. It's not a full rapid raging boil. Yeah. It's just a simmer. Um, the flame is just a flicker, right? So it's, it's, it's laziness. It's a mm-hmm. choice. It's a, you know, I, I choose to put the TV show, um, I choose Saturday mornings when I get up to go fix me a bowl of cereal and sit in my recliner by myself while my wife is still asleep. And I have intentions to read the Bible. And I think about, oh, that'd be so great to go sit on my back porch and drink a cup of coffee in my Bible. But instead, I watch a YouTube uh, show that I enjoy and I have a cup of coffee and I fill that time with that, knowing in the back of my mind that I should be reading the word right now to start my day instead of watching a YouTube video. So mm-hmm. it's a choice. It's a choice and it's laziness on. And like I said, again, this is me talking about myself because I can't speak on behalf of anybody else because I'm not anybody else. So, um, that's, that's my problem. That's, that's where I falter. Yeah. It, you know, it, you were, you teeter on when, when you start, losing that spark when you start losing that fire inside you you teeter on the edge of being lukewarm and we all know not or maybe we all don't know and i can't i can't exactly remember where um 
where it says, and I was trying to look it up, but you don't want to be that lukewarm Christian. It being there, you're either on fire for the Lord or mm-hmm. you're not, because to be lukewarm is not yep. good. He was. It, it's uh, if uh, just some real quick wording that God uses in His Word is that He will spew you out of His mouth, mm-hmm. and so. And I'm not. I'm not just sitting here preaching at you, Marshall, because we're doing this over a podcast, and I want people to uh, be on fire for the Lord. If if everybody would get on board with this, can you imagine what the uh, uh, revolution would be in this country if everybody? If, I'm sorry, bleh, if everybody would be on board, if everybody would be on fire for the Lord, what? how this country would change, how this world would change. Oh, absolutely. And so I, I found that scripture, at least where it says it once in the Bible. So if you go to Revelation 3.16, it says, So <laughs> because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. Now, there might be, I'm sure there's more to the context and where that's coming from in that scripture right there. But in Revelation, it talks about it like I just read. And I know there's other places in the Bible where it does talk about it because I've read it before. Um, but Aaron's right. God says it more than once. And if he says something more than once, you should probably pay attention. Um, and it's true. You don't want to be that lukewarm guy because like either you're hot or you're cold, either you're on fire or you're not. And when you're not, you know, God says, I'll spit you out. Like you're, you're, it's almost like you're worthless. You're not, you're not worthless, but you're not, I mean, yes, God can use us anytime, but how much more can God use us if we're on fire for him? Yes. And the more you, the more you strive, you lean into God, the more he's going to lean into you. And the more, the more that you lean into each other, the more you are going to reflect him. And the more that you reflect him, your actions, your words and everything, they will, they, they will just shine off of you. They will reflect off you to others. And, um, I'm on the verge of, uh, um, copying, almost copying what, uh, one of the sermons I was listening to <laughs> is, but it, it's it's true, it's true. You want to spread because how much joyful is your life with God in it? Mm-hmm. And so why why do you as a believer should want to serve Him? Should want to worship Him? However your worship, however that worship looks like, whether it's through song, whether it's through uh, prayer, and devotion you know whatever that looks like our challenge and my challenge to everybody even to myself is this week is to technology has made it so easy so easy i love the feel i love the feel and i love looking at the words on the page of god's word um in paperback and or you know have i have a leather bound uh I, i love the feel of the leather bound bibles um but how easy has technology made it to have it on your phone? It's so easy to download the, the, a Bible app, a devotional app, whatever, and just do a, a five-minute devotional in the day, right? I mean, yeah. Even, heck, most of these apps, most of the Bible apps will read the word to you. So if you're if you're a person like myself who comprehend things better when somebody reads it to you as opposed to reading it yourself. If I read stuff myself, I have to read it multiple times in order to understand what I'm reading, even if it's just a simple, simple you know thing that I'm reading. But when I'm having it read to me, um, I understand it faster. I comprehend it better. And it's just easier. Well, 
most of these Bible apps, you can hit play and it reads it to you. Um, same with a lot of these uh, apps that have, and a lot of the Bible apps have devotionals and different things to study, study guides and stuff you can use in them too. Um, and, and they, they too, well, you can, you can just listen to them while you're sitting at work or jogging down the road or whatever you're doing, riding your bike. Uh, it's, it's very, technology is a blessing and a curse. We all know, but, um, it's readily available. Yeah. It is readily available. And <laughs> that could go off into a rabbit hole and a tangent all in itself. But, um, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, just think about it, you know, and don't just, you don't want people just to, and you yourself don't want to just read it, just to read it. Like you're going through the motions, like you're going to a Sunday church, you know, like you're going to the church building. You want to read it. You want to meditate on it and you want to uh, apply it to your life. And many of those devotionals that are available, there's thousands oh, tons. of them, I, you know, there, some some of them are convicting enough that ask they ask an open ended question that makes you, you know, when you start your day off with a devotional, you ponder on that all day. Well, and with you pondering on that, you're pondering on God's word, and you are inadvertently putting God first mm-hmm. in, throughout your day. You're thinking about God. What is what does God want from my life? What is his will in my life? And then all of a sudden you catch yourself praying out loud down the road and, and you're crying and you know, it's just, a, it's amazing. <laughs> if you just allow God to work in your life, you know, it, good, amazing things happen. I'm not saying that you're not going to have hard times because you are going to have hard times, but because those hard times are easy, easier if you allow Jesus in your life. Yes. And you know, there's a, uh, I, I used to, I, actually, I, I still have it. Um, th- it's like this, I have this little deal that they're, they're memory verses and I could, t- I used to carry them with me. Uh, and I would carry them in this truck that I worked in, even when I was working with somebody, they're a little bit, there's a little bit, uh, memory verses. Mm-hmm. And I would kind of ponder on one verse a day and I would read it over and over throughout the day. Maybe if we stopped to do something or whatever, I pulled out and kind of look at it just as I were driving down the road. Um, and how just to keep my mind focused on just that one scripture, just that one scripture is keep my mind focused on that instead yeah. of whatever else I was dealing with. And at the time, like I said, this is when I was, and, and I, 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 I go back to this so many times in my life and it, it may, it may get annoying to hear it. But when I was doing that was when I was going through my divorce, because for me personally, and I've said this before on here, when I was the closest to God is when I was going through my divorce. It's because I was, that was the lowest point of my life so far in my life. And I was in a pit and I was extremely desperate for God. I was mad at God. I was confused. I had so many questions. Uh, I was at the same time I was hungry for God. I was pursuing God and I had a lot of family and friends who were behind me on that and, and pushing me and encouraging me. Um, but it was in that time when I was just, because of what I was going through, I was just, I was doing everything I could to keep my focus on, on the Lord, because if I had any spare time where I was just sitting around doing nothing, I thought about what I was dealing with and what I was going through. And that was just depressing and sad. So if I said, I knew if I stayed focused on God, um, (laughs) I I was a lot happier and I was in a better mood and it just helped me out so much more. So that's why I always go back to that because it was a, it was a big moment in my life that I learned a lot from. Yep. And (coughs) just, 
<coughs> oh man. And just like that dog in the road focused in on that cat, you want to stay focused on Jesus and don't ever lose your sight. Mm-hmm. Don't ever lose that fire. And as we wrap down, hold on just a second. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, a little interruption there. But uh as we wrap up. Yeah. Well, as we wrap up, they uh don't lose that fire. Yeah. Or you 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 have that fire inside of you uh, that's smoldering. And what are you? What are you, Marshall? What are what am I? What are we going to do to fan that mm-hmm. flame? Because because we want to feel that again. We want to feel Jesus in our life. We want to feel the Holy Spirit move, and it, because it, it's such a an amazing mm-hmm. feeling. Oh, one hundred percent. And it's and we never we go ahead. No, I was going to say that you know, um, <laughs> I don't know what it is about tonight, Aaron. Sorry. But we, <laughs> we we both just keep having brain farts and. I think it's the enemy just trying to distract us from what God wants us to to get out there tonight because this is this is something special tonight and um just you know I, you know it's like Aaron was asking what can you do and what are you doing to turn the heat up on that boiling water or to fan that flame to make that flame bigger in your life you know ask yourself that stop your stop your busy day and just ask yourself what can I do and what am I going to do to fan the flame for Christ. Uh, man, I'm sorry. Fan the flame for Christ. That sounds like, that sounds like a, uh, like a, like a, like a big event that we're about to go to fan the flame for Christ. There's going to be a bunch of, okay. Something's going on here. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. on. I'm getting the, I'm getting the goosebumps right now, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, I, I prayed, I prayed today that the Holy Spirit, we just prayed before this uh-huh. podcast to allow, to let the Spirit move, to allow Him to just take over our podcast. And uh, let me tell you, we we were going to get into the rest of <laughs> Luke chapter 17, but that's not happening tonight. You know, and, and I hope that it, this is not us. Mm-hmm. This is definitely not us because we had no notes, no notes. And this is this is just God speaking through us and this is exactly how we want people to we want each other to live we want people to live and you know it this is this is the definition of ironing sharpening mm-hmm. iron iron i'm sorry iron sharpening iron like god's word says so yeah it's i'm going to write that down fan what did you what was what did you call that fan the flame for christ Mm, 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 mm. coming oh. to a large venue soon <laughs> i mean i'm serious i'm serious i mean just it, think it, of- i mean i've 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 been involved in entertainment stuff uh, a lot in my life and um i i seriously just picture i i can just see it you get this big stage it's a big you know maybe a two or three day deal and and there's just it's called fan the flame for christ and people are coming in droves to fan the flame, fan their flame for Christ. And you've got, you've got singers, you've got speakers, you've got podcasters, you've got um, so many things going on uh, during this two or three day event. Uh, Man, I I tell you, there's something there. There's something in that. 
and just and just like a full out like worship session. I just you do nothing but worship God. One hundred percent. Sorry, I'm taking notes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> See, look at this. If you you allow you allow God to work in your life, you allow God to work in your podcast. You you put Him first in your business yep. ventures, in your personal lives, and He works through you. He gives you. He, he gives you what you he need you. to put him first in your life. And it's, it's amazing. You're seeing everybody, everybody listening right now is seeing it in real mm-hmm. time. We, you're making notes uh, <laughs> in the middle of a podcast. How awesome is that? Hey, you know, I honestly, I, I, I'll be honest. I love this more than just going through the words sometimes because this is, this is real. This is unplanned. This is unscripted. This is, like, like Aaron said, we we had planned to go through the other half of uh, Luke 17, and I had notes for it. Aaron had notes for that. For what we've talked about over the past hour almost, uh, this, this, yeah, nothing. <laughs> I've got nothing. I got a blank piece of paper. The only thing I have written down was just what I wrote down. It says that fan the flame for Christ, a new event. That's it. That's it. Drop the mic. Game over. I'm going home. <laughs> That's right. Well, hey. You know we're going to wrap this up, um, and here's what we're going to do: we're we're not going to we're, we're not going to plug ourselves or anything. If you guys feel so inclined, you can find us. You can go listen to the other episodes and find out where we're at. Here's what I want to leave everybody with today, um, and and real quick, um, I, I do have to give a shout out to the to the music at the end of this by Seek First, uh, great band, great uh, music, great music. Um, thank you for your submission this week. And I hope you all enjoy that. But what I want to really leave people with is one: don't let that flame go out. If it's starting to go out, if you're if you are uh, at all lacking in your spirituality, in your walk with the Lord, fan that flame. Don't let that fire go out, or reignite mm-hmm. that fire. Find that fire again. And 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 thirdly, what what I want you to do is I want you to. I, you know, you can, uh, after you listen to this podcast or whatever, because obviously they have to listen to it to hear this charge, you need to get into God's word. You need to uh, get a devotional going. You need to get into a small group. You need to surround yourself with fellow believers and you need to get hooked up into that community and, and be able to do this get with somebody and just talk about God's work, get into it and understand it better. And you will you will be blessed. 100%. I promise you. Mm-hmm. 100% yes. Love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. We're, we're not going to do any of the traditional stuff, Marshall. No. Nope. Do you have anything to leave anybody listening this week? No. Nope. You took the words out of my mouth. Just just keep, keep pursuing Christ, oh. guys. Keep pursuing Christ. Yeah. All right. Well, that about wraps us up. Guys, hey, thanks for listening. And... Uh, pursue Christ. Don't let that fire go out. We'll see you guys next time on Under Pursuit Podcast. See ya. See you later. You took on flesh and bone Left your heavenly home For nothing more than me You came to set me free Oh, King of heaven and earth Author of all truth Maker of my soul Breathe your life into it all King of heaven and earth 
Escape 